Howdy there, my fellow distance fellas. This is Peyton Zignego here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. Today is Wednesday, so happy Wednesday, my dear listener. Today marks the halfway point of the first week of the new month. I realized that I have actually not acknowledged the fact that it is now June, but it is. It's now June, in case you were unaware for some reason, or if you're listening to this in the future, or perhaps in the past, this is a June episode, and I'm finally acknowledging the fact that it is June, because I haven't really thought about the fact that the months change at all. In fact, I don't think I've really even been paying attention to the fact that the days change, aside from when I announce them. Really, I think I just, I announce the day, and then I instantly forget about what day it is. But, you know, that's fine. Don't really need to know the days of the week all that well anyway. Same goes with the month, I guess. Really, the only thing you need to know is that summer has officially begun, and really what that means is you and I both should drink more water so that we don't have to face any dehydration or that sort of thing you know, basically that's just what the summer means, is that you're going to be outside more, there's going to be more mosquitoes, and you got to drink more water and take care of yourself that way. So if you're going to take anything out of this episode, I would hope it's that it's time to bust out the old water bottle. But that's enough talk about water for today. Now, I have something much more exciting to talk about, and that is, it is Wednesday, and that means it's time for the second half of our Skeeter Jones interview from last week. If you haven't listened to the first part of the interview, I recommend going back to last week's episode and listening to that one. However, if continuity doesn't bother you and you don't mind just jumping straight into a halfway completed interview then go right ahead and continue to listen. I can't stop you, and you know what? If that's how you vibe, that is how you vibe. So, without much more vibe discussion, take it away, Peyton in the studio, with the same introduction as last time. Thanks, Peyton. I'm here today in my Zoom studio with a writer and director who works with our previous guest, Charles Carpenter, on the Shield of Destiny series. It's writer-director Skeeter Jones. Thank you so much for being here in my Zoom studio. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So now when you're writing, how do you work to sort of sort of world build and come up with the storylines and the characters and all of their motives? The story, uh, the world building is, that's where Double C, which is Charles. <laughs> Charles I, I call him Double C. Mm-hmm. Charles Carpenter. That's where he shines. I mean, it's, the stuff that he comes up with is just incredible. Mm-hmm. And so that's where he shines. And that's where I... I uh, I'm good at, but that's not, again, that's not my superpower. So I know my strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. My strength is taking what his world building, giving me this world and going, okay, but this character here should be doing this. Mm-hmm. That character there should be doing this. They should intersect over here. And when they intersect over here, it's because of this. Da, 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 da. Now we're building the world together. And even in the script, you can give me a script, okay, this script is about, a, about five kids who are locked in this room together when they start, you know, telling on each other or when they start pointing fingers and they need each other to get out of here. How are they going to come to how to do that good? I know how to tell that story well. You look at people, that's why you go to the airport and just look at people. You go to the airport, you go to basketball games, football games, anywhere in the public. And you just people watch. Mm-hmm. You go sit out in the park, people watch and you go, okay, that character right there would do this. Mm-hmm. That young lady right there would do that. Ooh, you know, you because you'll see different stuff. And it's great, and you start putting it in a script, or you put it in a book, and you just go, "Wow, 
okay, I'm going to make this character do this. And never, ever be so constricted with your characters that you can't change. And only a few, only a few can do that and be so proficient in that that they can get away with that. Most of us can't. Mm -hmm. However, most of us can't until you are known. And then you become, oh, I meant to do that. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I meant to do that. Then you become the person who, oh my God, I can't believe that was them. And you're behind the going, I really didn't do that, but thanks, you know. What would you say to someone who's working to, you know, find out what their what their superpower is, what they sort of shine at? I would say first and foremost, start with what you like. <laughs> As if you start with what you like, you will find it because you will keep on doing it. If you start with something you don't like or you just start and it just is, oh, I got to do this because of this, you're not going to keep it up. And then you're not going to find it and try everything. And I hate the word try because it means setting yourself up to fail. But in this instance, I'm saying do everything. Yeah. Do everything in mind, do it. If, it. if you have a character that you like, don't say, just write it out. That's why you should pause. Your job is just to write it out. It's my job to go, okay, they, they have too many freaking powers, Charles. They can't have every power in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but I like a person who's just their imagination just goes wild. Mm-hmm. And you start in their writing. And we always say writing is rewriting. And rewriting is putting your uh, butt in the seat. And then it's rewriting again. Mm-hmm. And you're never going to get perfect. You shouldn't strive for perfect. You should strive for finish mm-hmm. for me. You know, tell the best possible story you can. And then that's where beta readers come in. Beta readers on your script, beta readers on your books. Because beta readers will let you know if, you know, eight out of the ten people say, well, I like this and I didn't like that, you should change it. Mm-hmm. I don't care how, how much you like it, because the masses are telling you what you, you know, what's going to sell, what they like. Now, I'm not saying you should always do that, but yeah. for the majority of the time, you definitely go, you know, non, uh, you know, that's why they have these groups that, you know, focus groups. Because, okay, what's working and what doesn't work? Because if you put something that doesn't work out there, you're going to have a short career. Yeah. How do you look to find the balance sort of between like what the people want in general and then what the story you're trying to tell or what you had written? Like, where do you find the balance in between the two of those? Here it is in a nutshell is there have to be some give and take. Mm-hmm. You have to listen. Yeah. You also have to educate. And Charles has ingrained in me, and both of us go kicking and scratching at first, but I'm telling him, no, 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 saying yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's, I got to allow, if he's fighting for something as a, a co-writer, mm-hmm. I got to look at why he's fighting it, uh, fighting for it. But it's his job to make me understand. Whereas so it's my job to make him understand, hey, if you have this character and they're going here and they're doing this, we have no room to go over here. I have no room for growth. And then he's going to go, oh, yeah, you're right. Now, vice versa. If he comes back and say, hey, if no, that, that character can't do that because we need this character to do this, this, this later on. I got to go, mm, I see what you're saying. And then we got to come to a happy medium because everything, we call it massage. Everything can be massaged. <laughs> everything can be massaged. So, yeah, I'm going to give you a little bit. You're going to be compromised a little bit. I'm going to be compromised. And compromise is not a bad word. No. Compromise is a good word. It means you got a little bit of what you want, which as the writer, 
you got to tell your story. And as the reader, I got to read your story and like your story because you did a couple of changes. Because your people who read it are going to let you know yes or no if they like it or not. If you're writing a script or short, a novel or anything, they're going to let you know. And if you keep on doing it because we don't want to change, then I think you're going to, again, you're going to have a short career. Part of that is a give and take. You have to be able to, you know, still have what you want, but in a different manner. It's, it's so many ways, there's so many roles we can get to what we need. So you might want this role, but they're telling you, hey, it's, it's better digested this way. Then maybe you should, you're still getting to the same spot. Do you have any other um, tips or advice for people who are looking maybe to getting into writing, whether it be script writing or uh, novel writing, nuggets of wisdom? I, you know what, that's funny to say that I'm not that guy, to be honest with you. I'm, you know, I know I always had a lot of them, but I'm the opposite. <laughs> I'm the guy who, I'm the guy that goes, just go do it. That's what happened. It was somebody that you, you first of all, you trust. Mm-hmm. First of all, you trust their opinion because everybody's telling you it's not right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I always try to go with, with the masses. You know, that's why you always have, you know, people who read your stuff. And you're going to have, you know, five to ten people who are not going to give you, you know, what you want. They're going to give you what you need. Mm-hmm. As in, hey, character, will you take it over here? Or did you ever think about this character doing this? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I like when I get notes. I don't like when I get a lot of notes because then it makes me feel like I'm way off base about something. Yeah. But getting notes is a good thing as long as... My job as the writer is to be able to tell you if you have a question, I have to answer that question. Mm-hmm. If I answer that question, I didn't do a good job in writing it. That's why you're confused. You know, when I still read stuff, I go, why am I confused? And then if I, if I especially in scripts, you know, I can, I can call the writer and go, hey, what do you mean by this? Oh, well, we did this because of this, Skeet. Oh, got you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see it that way. Everybody's different. So yeah. we're going to see things differently. But if you read, you know, uh, Shield of Destiny, mm-hmm. which is our uh, book series, and you have a chance, you, now you have carte blanche. You can call me up and go, Skeeter, why did y'all do this? Or why did this character do that? And I have to be able to give you a reason why that makes it understandable for you. Now, yeah. I don't want to do a whole book because people don't get access to the authors a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And if I'm doing that a lot, then I'm not telling a great story where it's digestible. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I get it. Okay. Where can we find, you know, your work or where can we check out your books? <laughs> you can look me up on Amazon. Uh, all my books are on Amazon. And you can, uh, my name is Skeeter Jones with S-K-I hyphen T-E-R Jones, J-O-N-E-S. And you can go on Amazon and all the books that I've written will pop up in the author section and five books up there now and my sixth one will be dropping in July. So, and then we have, you know, we, between Charles and I, we have several scripts that were in in different development stages, uh, being sold option and stuff like that. So we're, we're busy bees. Fantastic. That is everything I have to ask you. So once again, thank you so much for coming and being on. I appreciate it a lot. You're great. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. And we're back. So 
That was the last half of the Skeeter Jones interview, so once again, a great big thank you to Skeeter for being interviewed for the podcast, and I really enjoyed having him here. He was fantastic to interview, and I had a blast, and I hope he did as well. So if you liked that interview, which I certainly hope you did, and you want to know more about Skeeter Jones and his work, you can check him out at Skeeter Jones, that is S-K-I-T-E-R-J-O-N-E-S.com. Or you can check out his work on Amazon if you just type in Skeeter Jones, S-K-I-T-E-R, Jones, J-O-N-E-S. All his work will show up there. And also, he and previous guest Charles Carpenter have a book that they write together called The Shield of Destiny, which you can check out on their website, shieldofdestiny.com, if you're interested. So if you want to know more about Skeeter or you are interested in reading his work and adding it to your coronacation reading list, that is where you can go ahead and check all that out. Also, while you're perusing the internet and you have a question maybe that pops into your head and you'd like to know what I would answer it, you can email that question to Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N, at storyarkark.org for me to answer it on my Friday episode. I love getting question submissions, and of course, I have a whole episode dedicated to it every week, so if you have a question, a comment, or anything else, and you would like me to discuss it, please ask questions there or make comments there. Also, I would like to add that during these very rough times, we here both at StoryArc and COVID Operation are here for you as a student in the arts, and we're working on programs to help you amplify your voice, which you can look at at storyarc.org, that is storyarcs, S-T-O-R-Y-A-R-K.org, or you can go from where you're listening to this episode. In addition to that, if you need to talk things out or are looking for other resources, you can feel free to email me and then I will put you in contact with people who can help you out more. And as always, when you need that little bit of escape or a little bit of daily dose of cheer, if you will, I'll be here at COVID Operation providing you with that little nugget of hope, joy, and escape. And I very much hope that it helps you out in some way. But that is what I do best, is provide entertainment as an escape, and I will continue to do that. But I just wanted you to know that no matter what you need or what story you have to share, StoryArk is here for you. In addition to that, we here at StoryArk are quickly approaching our online summer camp dates. Essentially, we will be working with students just like you to work with your story and your voice and help you share it. We are doing a podcast camp, a film camp, and a creative writing intensive. I personally will be on the pre-professional staff for both the podcasting and creative writing intensive camps, and we have a lot of great stuff planned for you. Some of the professionals that I have interviewed on my show will also be helping out at these camps too, so that is very exciting. And essentially, we're just here to help you share your story, amplify your voice, and give you the tools necessary to help you to shape and explore and express what your story is and help you figure out how you want to share it. It's a very fun opportunity and I'm super excited and we have a lot of great people working towards a super awesome goal. So if you are interested, please check that out. Once again, information on that can be found at storyark, S-T-O-R-Y-A-R-K dot org. So I implore you to check that out if you are interested in coming to one of these camps and learning some tips and tricks for these creative fields and making connections with other young artists and really just having a good time with us this summer. But that is all the time I have with you today. So I do hope that you enjoyed today's episode and today's interview. But that will be all from me for today. I will be back tomorrow, of course, don't worry. So this has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignego. I hope you enjoyed. I will see you tomorrow. Make sure you stay safe out there. Peyton and Tapioca, over and out.